Thursday, November 11. We are all here because you love Supernatural. A 200th episode special event. We got work to do. Is going to do something really scary. <gasps> Sing. There is no singing in Supernatural. Well, this is Marie's interpretation. <laughs> you are idiots. Cut! On the road so far. On the road so far. I gotta say, man, pretty charming. I'm gonna throw up. Supernatural. All new. 200th episode special event. Tuesday, November 11th at 9, 8 central on The CW. Hello and welcome to... Gang that drink. drink! A supernatural drinking game podcast. It's a podcast where we pick out our... Well, this this chunk. I don't want to call it a season, but this chunk we're picking out uh, what might be our favorite episodes of the fantastic show Supernatural. And uh, we are each choosing drinking games to play along with in our quest to curate the perfect supernatural drinking game. I am Chrissy Lenz, and with me is... Nate McWhorter. And uh, today we're talking about uh, my pick for possible favorite, Fan Fiction Season 10, Episode 5. Episode 6, Episode 7. Season 10, episode 5. I was right the first time. Um, uh, And so just a little bit of a background on season 10 that we're jumping into. Season 10 is a a really good one, but it is just a podgepodge mishmash of stuff. Mm -hmm. So season 10, Dean is a demon. Metatron has come and gone. Uh, Castiel has lost his grace. There was the whole Mark of Cain situation. Mm-hmm. Um, they de-demon Dean. There's a bunch of stuff like with Rowena getting introduced. And we get a lot of Jody Mills in this one. And it's just there's a lot that happens in season 10. It's a real a potpourri season if you will yeah yeah it seems um, like there's a lot of uh knots either being tied up or storylines are getting created it's like a good transition season yeah I it's feel. almost like a like a rebuilding season yeah. <laughs> to do a to do a sports reference yeah yeah it was a rebuilding season but a good one i feel like it produces a lot of decent and really not just decent but above average and good episodes so yeah and it really gives them a lot of space to go like gives them a lot of places to go um from here i think and there's a lot of monster of the week type episodes one of which is my favorite fan fiction Mm -hmm. which we are going to launch into now unless there's anything from season 10 that you wanted to mention not that comes to top of mind. <laughs> this is the one that has Timothy Omenson, uh, who we yes. all love from Psych, yes. as Kane. Yes. Uh, yay. And love many him. other things, yes. Uh, yeah, and he is, that's probably one of my favorite roles that he plays, is Kane. And it's such a good, oh, yeah. I think he's, my very favorite is uh, when he is King Richard in... <laughs> Yeah. Gallivant. And yes, Gallivant. That is probably the best uh, uh, Timothy Amundsen role for sure. And then uh, his his small uh, role in uh, oh, what's Deadwood. He's in Deadwood anyway. Oh, he uh, is in Deadwood. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so is Nick Offerman. There's lots. Anyway, welcome to the Deadwood podcast. Uh, oh, we got to do that one next. Deadwood yes. drinking. Oh my gosh. I can already think of one rule. Every time Al Swearinger <laughs> says, fuck, put down your drink is, because you need to take a break. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we start this episode with a young woman sitting on a couch and all of a sudden she is acting acting oh, no. which is rule Whatever number could one that be? it is and then all of a sudden we see two cross-playing winchesters who mm-hmm. come in winchesters meet ghosts or ghosts meet winchesters <laughs> and cut 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 we meet uh marie and mave who are little rushmore twins directing this piece of theater based on the work of Carver Endland, Chuck's mm-hmm. writer alter ego, and the supernatural books, yeah. which is like, oh man, the supernatural books are back. <laughs> I've actually read several of the supernatural books. <laughs> They've been given to me as gifts over the years. Oh, that's so excellent. I would love yeah. to read them. I think that'd be great. And there's this really fun moment after the teacher gets ganked so the teacher is like i've had enough of this i'm gonna tell the principal that this is a terrible play and we just can't can't do it it's too much um and she is on the phone uh saying that the theater theater is about about real life it's about truth and reality not this supernatural crap and she gets ganked that needs to be a rule what Uh, we need when to make someone says the word point. supernatural, supernatural. Uh, anyway, I'll tell you why later. But it, okay. it, it's uh, yeah, yeah. That may be a rule we want to consider in the future, just because several episodes I've watched recently they say it a lot. But they do. Anyway. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's a good nod, like wink and nod that they love to do all the time. But uh, yeah, she gets she gets axed right away, and a little purple flower drifts down. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get all the title cards to all of the supernatural um, weird episodes. We the Western one, the Christmas one, um, the, all of the basically the weird ones. The Metatron episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was great. It, every single title card flashing by. It's trying to watch while chugging. Right. Because you have to maintain yeah. your sippage the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then... Beep, we're in uh, the parking lot of a motel. I like seeing them in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I like seeing Dean take care of Bebe. And I really felt like this parking lot of this motel felt like it was in a place. Like, it felt really real. Um, and it felt like it was in a place that would have pine trees. Yeah, it felt uh, it felt almost like they were up somewhere near, uh, like a motel maybe near Bobby's place you know yeah. like that's kind of where it felt like they might have been because i almost thought that's where they were at first and then bobby's place was, yeah, yeah that's kind of where i know which yeah uh i know it was a little little late but still thought they might have been up there but no yep. um yeah uh, so we work so on the car dean says he thinks he found a case and he just wants to get to work they go to flint michigan for this one <sighs> yeah. which seems almost like too big of a place that people know too much about yeah, there's sometimes they do go. They will, yeah, go to like medium-sized cities or towns that you're like, yeah, it doesn't seem like the place that 
Supernatural typically goes to, but yeah, they've done a New York episode. They've done they've done a couple other bigger city ones. Um, but yeah, Flint, Flint's the spot. And they, it seems like, I, but I also love that no matter what, where they go, like it's always Carhartt jacket weather. <laughs> it's always flannel weather yeah. in in Winchester, USA. It's um, always Carhartt. Yeah. <laughs> so. The parking lot of the school that they pull into really just looks like a like a back lot, like a studio back lot. And they stuck a school mm-hmm. logo on the top. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just like couldn't. It didn't feel at all like a school to me. Uh, but I love the banner that they put up because it was exactly like the ones that you put up in high school for theater. Theater production. It's yes. just caked in in paint. And it's for one night only a one One night night performance. That's what got me. They put all this effort, all this effort into this original production. Yeah, you're not going to make your money back. You got to do at least two or three nights. No, that house was not packed. That was preview night. (laughs) You got to have preview night. Then you got to work out the kinks. Of course, I also want to get into uh, uh, you talk about the first scene like we're already they're already in like full dress rehearsals like mm-hmm. almost at this point that's what's kind of crazy to me my guess is that they've been doing the dress rehearsals the whole time the, from day one they just started getting in the costume the thing that she's mad about in the cold open is that he's not wearing the samulet right um and it and it's like wow you're mad that she's not wearing one accessory like <laughs> in rehearsal <laughs> come <laughs> down but that's the point is that she's like uh, they and they refer to her the whole time as being like a little dictator in this play that she has it's her vision yeah of the carver endland uh books so as soon as the boys walk into the auditorium it's idgits 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 and then hey ass butt oh then they're just like what is happening Ah, so funny maybe there is a case here and then it's we get the song. His name is Sammy. I'm Big Brother Dean. So I did count that as a Sammy. 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 Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love the music. I love the set. Also, good. I love that the sets are like really practical, like things that you would do if you didn't have very much resources. But they're great. Like they give. They with got a the flat. exception, with the exception, there is one very elaborate set that comes when you see the whole production, and it is when they the the motel room set. Motel room set. <laughs> it is so. It is like they literally just took one of their motel room sets. And put it onto this like stage, and we're like, "Yep, yeah, these high schoolers would have built this like '70s themed." It is, and it is. Oh yeah, it is so quintessential. A cl- oh, it looks love exactly it. like it. <laughs> it looks I loved exactly it. Like one that's probably been used in several episodes. They've got like the road, you know, that goes up to create the illusion yes. of distance, and they've got like the mom in the ceiling, which is like a flat with her face cut mm-hmm. out. And I was like, "Yeah, you can really feel the work that's been put in." Um, I loved it. And there's a funny moment where they're pulling out their badges and they're like, oh, we're Agent Smith and Smith, no relation, which is a line from Die Hard. So if we were playing pop culture, culture. we'd have to drink for that. But instead, we're drinking because they're in their suits. Yes, we are. Yeah. In their suits. I yeah. Smith and Smith. I love the moment where they're like (laughs) the two kids are showing the the badges as well. They're like, put it, put it away. No, they're all doing this. Um, Uh, Yeah. 
So funny. And I Dean's immediately moment. like, there's no singing in Supernatural. There's no singing in Supernatural. <laughs> if there was, it would be classic rock, which is so funny because Dean, or Dean, Jensen Ackles is a wonderful singer. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's, well, it's, you know, it's similar to like in the, uh, in the, the, the Party on Garth episode where he is like, oh, these douchebags making craft brew and he has his own brewery. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I love when they kind of poke fun at themselves, but the, my favorite part of Dean getting like real upset about the no singing is supernatural and really just like getting upset at everything, like other than the, uh, toxic, the toxically masculine stuff he gets upset at or whatever. But like when he's just like, he is, (laughs) I just, I love him arguing the finer points of supernatural, in the context of if he were really just like a big fanboy of the books and that right. like I just love that play that they do and he plays it so well where he's like, yeah, not actually mad that they're getting details of his life wrong, but he's treating it like I'm mad because that's not how the books are supposed to go. That's not the way it is. <laughs> it just was so yeah, so good. Love it. Yes. I agree. And like in in just a little bit where we get the part where he's telling her what really happened. They're doing a walk and talk and he's like, well, here's what really happened after Swan Song. Uh, <laughs> and he's walking her through the events. That is um, the worst fan fiction I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. He's like, Sam came back without a soul. Cass brought back the Leviathans. Everybody went to Purgatory. <laughs> Kevin was there. He became a demon, a knight of hell. And uh, they did all the trials. And she's just like, that's the dumbest. Um, so they do learn that Mrs. Chandler, the teacher, um, was a, a drinker. She liked to drink. Lush. Yeah. And there is that moment too in that scene where Sam is really putting on the puppy dog eyes for those two teen girls. He's like, "Why don't you show me this, and she can show Dean that?" And like, he's he's just like being so cute, and Dean is just like really mad. Um, and then she explains what a BM scene is. <laughs> a bowel movement? Uh, no, boy melodrama. Boy melodrama. Fifi's in the car, as we call it. Mm-hmm. Fifi's, Fifi's in, in the car. And uh, they do discuss the subtext of like, you know, oh, they're brothers. That's gross. <laughs> Why don't you separate that sub from that text there? Yeah, take a sub step back there, ladies. <laughs> That's what it was. Take a sub step back. Oh man, the lines. There's so many great one-liners in this episode. You don't get you don't get many supernatural episodes where there's just amazing one-liners. I feel like this is one they just packed them in. Yeah, uh, and so Sam is in the uh, in the um, or no, Dean goes to the office and she's got a poster that says "Theater is Life" and it's Shakespeare. Yes. Holding I counted, a goat's I counted that skull. whole office as theater. Theater. <laughs> I that rule. I mean, there's so many, so many points in this episode. Where I just Abby and I were playing together, and I just looked at her and was like, theater, theater. I love it. Um, uh, and when they do get back to the set, the Dean and the Castiel are smooching, uh-huh. and it's like. We do explore the nature of Destiel, and then Sam spends like the rest of that segment being like, "Why is it? Would it be Destiel? Wouldn't it be Dean Steel? What about Sam Steel? Like he's just really intrigued." Castine, um, Sastiel, Castine. Um, there's a great line where he says, "Aside from the Charlie Kaufman of it all, I don't yeah. think there's a oh, case here." What a great line! Again, yeah, 
I love that one. I guess I, I probably forgot to count that. I guess what were we playing? Pop culture wasn't one, was it? What's we that? weren't playing. No, we no playing. not okay. doing a pop culture. I was going to say. Um, cause I, but we, did, we do drink for the Destiel references. Yes. So the Destiel references, uh, them trying to figure out the new Destiel. I also counted anytime there was like the subtle Destiel. Like there's like one or two times, I think, at the end of the episode, too, that I counted. Oh, really? Uh, like the song? Yeah, I think yeah, Castiel the song, song. Yes, yes. Oh, wait right here. I counted that you. as a Destiel moment. Oh wow, you're always so much more generous than I am uh, with the counting. Well, I um, like the rule, and I was I I thought it warranted at least another visitation with the with the episode. You know, still putting it in our face. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. That's good. Um, uh, so the next hour, Sam Maggie is quitting the show because she's just sick of it. She wanted to do the outsiders. And I agree. Like, I would be pretty pissed if I was like, it's time for the fall play or whatever. And I have to do a weird fan fiction thing instead of like the outsiders or wicked or something like that. Like I'd be pissed. So when I was in high school, our in my senior year we ended up doing a production that was like written i was going to say written by hand but written by a friend of our theater teacher uh-huh That's and so weird. It, it wasn't like a, a a play that you'd be like oh i've always wanted to be in christopher durang's the actor's nightmare i've always wanted to be in neil simon's blah right. blah blah like i've always wanted to be in these plays that i no instead it was like oh you're gonna be in this play that no one knows which just takes a little bit of the glory out of being like well i played a character that you've never heard of in a play nobody's ever seen right and it's not like it's something that went on you know it's not like it was some great piece that went on to eventually have some sort of run or anything just no it's not as though i originated the role although i did (laughs) originate the role so i think i would be pissed too even though like i love this supernatural play i would be like i wanted to do the outsiders i wanted to do wicked like with how talented a a singer all those girls are they could have done (laughs) wicked no problem yeah they could have done wicked they could have done uh they probably wouldn't have done I'm trying to think of what maybe because it is a private school, right? So you're probably limited a little bit on what you can do. Although a pretty liberal private school from the sounds of from the looks of it, of that yeah, production. I like the act two that we never get to see has aliens. Oh, I And that is the that is and robots. I I love the writing of that so much in that they're like, yeah, because we're never going to film or show an act two as part of the episode. So we can write every every single check we can't cash mm-hmm. because we're never going to shoot it. Uh, such a brilliant way to write it. There's episode. no space. There's no, There's space, no space in Supernatural. supernatural. <laughs> I love that. Um, but so this, There this... isn't Fast and Furious, though. That's all there I'm is. saying. There isn't Fast and Furious. Sam and Dean are back on the case. They're talking to cops because a student has now been kidnapped. And um, Marie is like, oh, I guess you're here to laugh at me, too. Oh, ha, ha, ha. I just my friend disappeared. And they're like, look, it's all real. And uh, then Maeve says the line. I don't know if you caught it. She says, I want to I want to believe. So I forgot about the X-Files line coming up. Mm-hmm. So with your X-Files shot, uh, which is like literally like three lines later. So I like 
<laughs> we didn't do the shots because we were not trying to get too messed up last night. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, had I done it, I would have counted both that I want to believe reference as a shot and then mm-hmm. the X-Files line as a shot. Uh, oh, it's two I different ones? Down, I think I, count, I was counting I counted them it as two one. different. But if you, yeah, that's kind of what I figure was that they probably just both as one since they're so close together. You can either um, play the Nate way or the Chrissy way. <laughs> but but her line that I want to believe, I think I paused. I just hit pause so I could laugh. Sometimes I hit pause just so I can laugh at a joke. <sighs> it was very good. It was a great one. Um, and then they get that moment too, which which is from Galaxy Quest, which is like, it's all mm-hmm. real. <laughs> it's all real. Monsters are real, and they can buy that, but they don't buy that this is Sam and Dean. Right. They're like, you're too old to be Sam and Dean. <laughs> Maybe a more of a Bobby Rufus combo. Oh, oh the birds just keep coming. What a bird. Um, so they do, but they do believe that they're hunters. Right. That is, oh, yeah. Oh, man. And uh, um, yeah, they they then uh, then then what happens? So then they they are ready to help, right? They think it's a tulpa from the um, Hell House Ghost mm-hmm. Facers episode, which mm-hmm. is a monster where if you believe in it, it comes to life. So they're sort of thinking along the lines that they believe so hard that they brought the scarecrow yes. from the play to life. So um, Dean, Dean and Marie go to destroy that scarecrow in the boiler room. Which isn't scary at all, even no, though she thinks cute. it's terrifying. It's rather adorable. Uh, love. Also, just real quick, the acknowledgement of Scarecrow uh, 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 a la season one. I love way, going, going all back the way back to season, season one. one with the Scarecrow. Uh, one of the sets, they say, strike the wind dingo set uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point. I love it. Uh, real deep callbacks in a lot of in a lot of this. So that was really fun to see. Uh, yeah, and then uh, they—it's not a tulpa. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's not calliope. a tulpa. It's a calliope. No. It's not a tulpa. Um, <laughs> and they—they they have to do the show to draw calliope out, and so Dean immediately switches into pep talk mode, but his pep talk is very like, "Okay, champ, you gotta—we gotta do this play." He's Kurt Russell, even though it's in terrible. Miracle. It's a terrible play, but we got to do it and you got to do it and it's going to be great. Um, and that's when we learn that she stands Sam. Yes. Her sweet, sweet Sammy. Oh, sweet and Sammy. poor Dean is just like, oh, okay. Um, Which you can't be too upset about because like ultimately it's like, I mean, it's a teenage girl. Like <laughs> you're not trying to pull, you're not trying to pull jigs here, Dean. Yeah. You can't be too upset that the teenage girl doesn't fancy you. Nope. She wants the sensitive boy who lost yeah. his shoe. Yes. Uh, and has no soul. <laughs> the best line of the whole thing is when he says, when she says, writer, director, actor, I'm going to Barbara Streisand this bitch. bitch. Like, it's so good. <laughs> Acting! Acting! With theater! One of those two I counted it as. <laughs> so I also think that this episode serves to like remind us of a bunch of stuff we forgot that they mm-hmm. plan on bringing back, mm-hmm. including when he's like, well, where's Chuck? There's no Chuck. And mm-hmm. she's like, uh, it was a little too meta to do to have Chuck in this. Um, and it's like, okay, you're reminding us of all this stuff. You're reminding us of 
Carver and Lind. You're reminding us of Chuck. You're reminding us of the Samulet. You're even reminding us of Adam, the other Winchester brother, yeah. brother who's still locked in the cage with Lucifer. Um, so it's like serving all of these big story purposes Within in this monster, monster of, the of the week. Yes, they're dropping all these fun little hints, which is something I think they do. Like X-Files did it a little bit. X-Files would do that. They would drop some of the hints in the monsters of the week, but not not to the degree that Supernatural, I feel like, does. I feel, which is why when we've talked about, like, in the past episodes, is it worth skipping? You know, should you skip it or not? It's, like, hard because they're like, yeah, but they really do drop so many kind of bits of information all over the place that end up being important. Not that they don't cover it if it's something really important in a in a then sequence, but yeah, no, I, I was I was noticing several of those things, too, and I was kind of noting them like, yeah, we're setting starting to set up phase four or whatever. Mm-hmm. Of the exactly. Supernatural. Exactly. Um, so he does a nice pep talk and uh he does the rent quote and he's like did you just quote rent rent? (laughs) not enough to get us in trouble (laughs) um (laughs) so this the play starts and you know dean is like into it he's like bopping he's like toe tapping Mm -hmm. um and uh sam gets immediately kidnapped by the scarecrow he gets ganked so quickly um and we're just like sam what is what what is happening to you pay attention my friend he's like into the play um but there's a really interesting line in the song where she's singing like he took our free will like she's saying that dad took their free will away and i was like oh wow okay um it's true but like wow it's heavy they they write some heavy sub into that text they did not even, not even sub actual text. text. Next. <laughs> I love the Castiel song, which is like literally a line from the show where he's like, "I'll just wait here then," um, and it, they turn it into a whole song, and it's so good. Uh, yeah, I would have, I would have. One, I want to hear the songs that didn't make it into the episode. That they, yeah, because you, know, you know they probably wrote at least three or four more that they just didn't make make it or you know didn't even shoot or whatever i would have loved to have been in the writer's room or with whoever ended up writing a chunk of these songs because that like just kudos kudos it's hard to write a musical episode and and it is obviously they didn't go like full scrubs with it where they didn't try to do 44 minutes i guess scrubs would have been 22 but you know they didn't try to fill out the whole episode with music or or a buffy um but but they do it enough and they give you enough uh, and they give you they give you enough to make you want just a little bit more. But uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely wanted to hear all of those songs and see a full production of this play. And I want to know what's in act two. Calliope says right? there are tentacles, right? Tentacles. <laughs> she can't sit through it again. No, nope. I am a little um, bummed. Uh, not bummed. I don't know. It's it's a great episode to bring in the Calliope lore as as a I like, but I I kind of thought that maybe this is a character that maybe could have had a few episode arc or something. I don't know, like maybe like a back to back or something. I like I know it's a monster of the week, but that's no, I, cool, I completely agree with you cool villain and like to just have it be a one one episode well, deal except kind it, of you know it could, and it could have been like a trickster right because that's right. what happened with the tricksters the trickster was so fun 
that we just wanted more. Exactly. And I would love to see, I would love to have them just be like, oh, this is a calliope at some point. And then she's like, I'm back. Ha ha ha. Because I don't know if you noticed this, but she, calliope, is trying to incorporate slang in and it's slang that the other ki- that the kids have said throughout the episode uh she's trying to incorporate it as if she's trying to be cool and isn't pulling it off wait what slang i'm wait which so she i, I didn't write down specifically what it was hmm. but she uses a lot of words that the teen girls use throughout yeah. I love her line, the line that's quoted that, that they pull out on the on the wiki, but it is a good line and it's very meta that supernatural has everything, life, death, resurrection, redemption, but of all but above all, family. We're getting back to Fast and Furious here. Fast and Furious. <laughs> that should be the game is who said it? Vin Diesel or someone from Supernatural? <laughs> Um, that yeah, no, and she's one. right. She says it's more than just genre dreck. Mm-hmm. It it has it has heart, and that's true. And that's why I love Supernatural. And I don't right. like you know every single show that is this, um, but Supernatural really is right, and it does it well. And if you if we rewind to the episode we talked about two weeks two weeks ago, the French Connection, or two episodes ago, I shouldn't say weeks. Who time is a flat circle. Uh, 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 in the French Connection episode, when which is three seasons prior to this, uh, or four seasons prior to this, and you know they're poking it's fun at themselves, six. they're saying no one, no one watches season six, right? Like mm-hmm. they're doing. Uh, uh, I, I just I love that. I feel like they always have one one episode a season or every other every few seasons where they're like, we're gonna take the time to like wink at the audience make fun mm-hmm. of ourselves like really and those are some of the best one and like i know i just like meta stuff but it's fu- when you do 22 episodes a season is hard and it's it at, 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 at 44 minutes an episode like that's a lot of content to write so uh when you can have fun and you can and and not just write but also consume so when you give us the audience that kind of like fun like breath of a moment in your season and have it be refreshing and musical and whimsical and awesome but also give us our characters see them in different fun ways it makes for a masterpiece and that's what this episode is i i I couldn't agree with you more um yes thumbs up all around uh and also speaking of thumbs up all around while calliope and sam are having their little showdown it's the single man tear song. A single oh, man tear is the best all of all I the say. songs. And like she's saying, like I wish I could tell Sam that I think he's perfect, and I wish I could tell Sam that I I wish he didn't have like all these like all these subtext that they're making song text is so brilliant. Um, and but I thought there was a real missed opportunity because they're singing an exorcism, right? And I thought that was going to come into play somehow to defeat Calliope. Yeah, Calliope. Yeah, I think that would have been, I don't know. I like like that idea, though. I really do. But both of the monsters get killed by the students. Marie uh, ganks the... Scarecrow and mm-hmm. uh, the the girl who was playing Sam originally ganks Calliope, which I'm like surprised that a teenage girl was so ready to stab Just uh, another lady. 
Yep. Just commit violence against women, even a, a, a god, nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was. Um, is Calliope that? Is that Xanadu? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I just <laughs> thinking about Xanadu recently, and it's like a similar uh, sort of deal. Um, no idea. Um, but so then, um, oh. the play is a standing o- standing ovation because they splash them all with purple goo, like she said at the beginning. That it's going to be like a Gallagher at intermission. show. At at intermission, standing ovation. <laughs> Let's be real; a lot we of people left. Even, we don't even a lot stand of people left for one day more. We just go get snacks. <laughs> we we stand, but we don't stand and clap for one day more. Yeah. We clap and then we stand and we go get snacks. Yeah. Oh man. To be in the audience for this performance. Uh and she I, she did say it was gonna get messy. She, she did provided say them that. with uh, uh the one person who puts on the poncho. The one person put on the poncho was so good. And then they're the ones who were like, Yeah <laughs> starts the clap and everything. Oh, that was somebody's man. boyfriend. Yeah, or somebody's brother. Uh. Um she says, so Marie is saying goodbye, or and they're saying goodbye, and she says to, or Maeve says to Sam, you know, with a haircut, you'd make a pretty good Dean. <laughs> and uh, Marie gives Dean the Samulet and says, like, you should never have given this away. And it's just like, remember, remember, remember the Samulet. That's mm-hmm. the name of this episode. Um, and then they have a nice BM scene. But the BM scene is taking place at the same time as the BM scene. Yes, yes. And uh, I cry every time I watch this episode I and the mom comes did. out and sings Carry On My Wayward Son. Mm-hmm. And then they're all standing there, Bobby and Castiel. Mm-hmm. And like, who's that? Oh, it's Adam, the Winchester's other brother. Like, I <laughs> cry every time. Yeah. It's so I should have a single man tear. I should yeah. a single man too. And it's it. like the girl, everybody in the cast, all the girls in the cast are really good singers, mm-hmm. but they have like untrained voices. So it's like the kind of quality that you would see in a really impressive yes. high school musical. Yes. And, which I, I really loved. And it's a f- good fun cover. I love like the looks they give each other. Like they're all, you know, and, and they, they, yeah, I mean, these are obviously professional actresses doing this television show. Right, and so they're they do a good job of 30s. acting. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a great job of acting like high school theater actors. Uh, and it was wonderful. And it's it's fantastic. I can't talk. Fantastic. It's fantacular. Yeah. I loved it. Um, okay, so drinking. Oh, and then we see Chuck. They keep Chuck waiting for someone end. from the publisher, and it's Chuck. Chuck at the end. Chuck. Abby looks at me and says, who is that? And I said, it's complicated. It's complicated. <laughs> who isn't that? <laughs> That's everybody. Uh, remember Everything. remember what a big deal it was? The whole world. And remember just, what a big deal it just, was and how much we speculated <sighs> and what a reveal it was. It doesn't ruin, it doesn't ruin it, but it's like, Man, like 13 and a half seasons of meaninglessness. <laughs> no. 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 Okay, so let's count drinking game rules because okay. I think you probably got way more than me. I counted a total of 20 drinks and three shots, which should get you through to be able to go to work the next day. Three no? shots to go to work the next day? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, no I, maybe way. I'm not doing big shots like you. Yeah, okay, so I'm, acting, I counted four times. I have five. 
Okay. Theater. No. I counted three times. Oh, I have 16. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> I counted so many. Like, I counted so many different things as theater, though. Like, uh, I mean, I obviously don't I, count I the, did whole, say... the whole time the musical is going. I don't count. Like, I count that as just one thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not counting. One of my favorite. Also, talk about the the making it look like a high school production the way they did the demons coming out with like the shadow like oh man that that was also nails um uh and also all the crowd reaction shots i loved all the the shots of the people in the crowd like they were really into it it wasn't like oh okay anyway uh yeah i counted yeah no one was out there looking at their phone so, so we we counted like every time they said the show must go on i counted that as being like theater uh quoting rent i counted her looking in the camera and saying the barber strike stand line we counted wait uh, why would you count that as a theater as a theater like as because that's like what nerdy theater people do is they look in the mirror and say dumb lines to themselves and yeah i mean when, when we talked about it and I was like, I'm just going to do like anything that would remind me of John Lovett saying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, so we drank all through the title cards. We got one drink for s- suits. Uh, we got three drinks for Sammy. Uh, we counted four. Sammy's. Yeah, we counted four Sammy's. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Two That's boys in right. suits, four Sammy's. Two Destiel's. Uh, I count like I said. I counted four dusty L's, but, but I counted like when they were insinuating, even if they didn't say dusty L. Um, and you counted all the times when he was like, "Why not Sam Steele?" I really just counted like that. Yeah, that second that kind of like tag on scene of him and Dean by the car, where where Sam's like giving him more crap about yeah, the okay. name. Basically, I just yeah, I counted that as one since it was a separate scene. We went to a new location. I count it. Um, uh, I counted monster reveal three count of five. Now what? I counted five because I counted the vines gripping the teacher at the beginning as like a partial reveal. We don't always see any part of like, you know, the monster. And then there's the first time the scarecrow appears is like one. And then like that scarecrow like appears and reappears a couple different times. Right, But I, what I meant was just the reveal is the, the first re- time you see it. Uh, oh, I was counting. Like, it's I, like, I, oh, like, there's that scary. There's the scarecrow. There's Calliope and there's Chuck. Oh, OK. I got what you. OK, I get how you're interpreting it now. OK. But you know what? That's why we do uh-huh, this. Because yeah. it's open to interpretation. And then yep. your three shots, the X-Files reference, gird your loins and the ghost facer. Ghost facer. Facer. I love it. Uh, most what a most excellent episode. It truly, most epi- truly is. Um, this episode reminded me and it reminded me of a movie that came out a while ago that Abby and I just watched. Re- like I rewatched recently and she had never seen, which is uh, Steve Coogan in Hamlet. 2. Hamlet 2. Oh, my gosh. It still mostly holds up. There's some things that you're like, ooh. But it still mostly holds up uh, and is one of my favorite pieces. Like, I just love it as a movie because I just love it. And it's very similar to this episode where it's like, <laughs> you know, fan fiction. It starts bringing in space and all sorts of obviously like that's like Jesus and all sorts of stuff. 
Uh, but then there's the guy in the audience who is, oh man, he was on SNL for a time. I do not remember his name. He's in like beer fest. He's in a bunch of things. Um, and he's just like sitting in a recliner in the audience and like getting high and just like mm-hmm. loving every part of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the way I felt that Poncho guy was. <laughs> like yeah. That character in Hamlet 2. Uh, shout out to Hamlet 2. Hamlet um, 2. It has two acapella men's choir color- covers of songs that I love. She's a maniac. Mm-hmm. And. Um, the other one. Someone save, someone save my life. Someone yeah. save my life tonight. The Tucson Gay Men's Chorus Choir, yes. or whatever. Uh, Gay Men's Choir, Tucson. Yeah. Uh, Amy Poehler's in that movie. Um, the dude who goes on to be in the Pitch Perfect movies, be Anna Kendrick's boyfriend in those movies, he's in it. Uh, yeah, it's a fun time. Uh, but, Chrissy, I have a game for you. Yay! I, I can't game, wait. I have a game for you. That I but I will admit I did not invent this game. Um, uh, so I have to give a, a shout out and say where I got it from. I have to cite my work here. Um, this game this game comes from another podcast actually that I listen okay. to that is a college football podcast um, called the Shutdown Fullcast. Uh, you can find that at any of your apps, whatever. Um, but they do a game every every once in a while. They play a game on there um, called it's basically two truths and a lie. But okay. they try to get the host Spencer Hall to guess. Uh, they, they've they've got three musicals. Uh, two of them are real and one of them is fake. And he always has to try to guess what the fake one is. So I have actually just kind of like uh, uh, slightly swiped the one they did most recently. They only do this every so often. Um, and so I just took the one they did most recently and decided to see, uh, there's two rounds and to see if you could identify the fake musical in each one of these sets. I can't wait. Um, so, uh, I will do, we'll go with the first, uh, the first round here. Um, choice number one is, Uh, Man on the Moon, an American astronaut, leads a mission of interplanetary dignitaries to prevent the destruction of the universe by a bomb that has been placed on the moon by an evil scientist. Okay, and do I guess right away it's real or fake? No, I'll read you all three, and then then you tell me which, unless you want to guess if it's real or fake. No, I want to hear all three. Okay, hear all three? All right. Uh, The next one, Cosmonaut Zhivago. A young, newly married Russian doctor is drafted into the Bolshevik space militia, falls in love with an intergalactic traveler, and saves a space colony from destruction with poetry. Hmm, okay. And then Via Galactica, a futuristic story of social outcasts living on an asteroid in the year 2972. One of them is a garbage man who collects trash in a rocket ship called the Helen of Troy. The second one is fake. The second one is fake, Cosmonaut Zhivago. Yeah. That is correct. Yay! You are correct. That is the fake one. All right. Round two. Uh, I'm, and I wish I would have gone back and got a couple more rounds of this because it is a really fun game. Uh, it is. I but, love it. Um, uh, and and this is uh, Ryan Nanny of the Shutdown Fullcast who comes up with these, and he's a brilliant writer. So uh, you can find him at Celebrity Hot Tub on Twitter. Anyway, I'm sure he'd love that if anyone does follow Please tell him you found out on our show. Um, uh, so here we go. Number two, round two. Van Ghost. After suffering severe pneumonia, uh, 
Cezanne lies on the brink of death as he slips in and out of consciousness, reflecting on his career until he is visited by the ghost of a contemporary, Vincent Van Gogh, who implores him to recover and create one last painting. Number two, Into the Light. James Prescott, a physicist from uh, Los Alamos, is trying to prove or disprove the Shroud of Turin. He is uh, His obsession strains his relationship with his wife and his young son. And then number three, Milk and Honey. The story of a busload of lonely American widows hoping to catch husbands while touring Israel set against the backdrop of a country struggling for recognition as an independent nation. The first one. The first one is fake. Yay! Great job. Did you know any of these? Had you I've heard, heard of? of I've heard of Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey. That one's the most wild of all six of these to me. <laughs> Even the fake ones. That's the yeah. one that's the most wild. Uh, so yeah, I just thought with uh, swatching the little uh, uh, musical, uh, especially an original musical i loved it uh, would, yeah i would do something not original and steal a game from a different podcast um, it's the best of all worlds but yeah you can go follow all the shutdown fullcast people and they're wonderful and uh yeah uh, this the supernatural is wonderful and this well, episode is wonderful i mean i think it's perfect timing um uh, because what's next is for you to tell us what we're watching and what we're drinking <sighs> to okay so I can tell you what we're watching and then I can tell you possibilities of rules. I've not narrowed down rules yet. Um, uh, Cause I, I, yeah, I, I haven't done that work yet, but um, I can tell you what I'm thinking. So the episode we're doing the next episode mm-hmm. and I really don't want to, I mean, I it's, it's Scooby natural. Scooby natural. That's the episode we're doing is Scooby natural. So, um what in case people want to watch it what is what season that is season 13 episode season 13 episode 16 okay so what do you what just to give us what you're thinking in case people want to watch ahead here's here's what i'm thinking if you want to watch ahead and if you want to if you want to do maybe maybe just do like a grab bag out of all these uh uh and maybe you just pick a few that you want beforehand okay and go with it i don't know um but uh i have one rule which is the uh, uh i call it the dean moment or dean face basically like anytime where dean gets like really excited and then and the inverse is like right after that sammy like scowls or is like real incredulous or just like in disbelief you know and whether that be in the real world or in the cartoon world it happens quite a bit um so that's just one drink uh uh zaps anytime anytime you got the zaps going on mm-hmm. two drinks two drinks per zap um anytime dean takes <laughs> takes like a dig at fred or hits on daphne okay dig at fred or or, hit or, on daphne. or hits on daphne uh take a drink anytime we're snacking yeah yeah um, I love this one. Uh, this is one Abby came up with. I really love it. Uh, anytime people are exclaiming something simultaneously. Simultaneous. That's going to that's gonna be the hardest one to count. Because <laughs> it happens a lot, I think. Um, uh, Velma. 
anytime she's like flirting with Sam or she is trying to like reason, make, you know, logic things anytime she's trying to like, yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, we're drinking for ghost. Yay! It's got to be the multiple ghosts though, because they say ghost. I thought about doing every time they say the word ghost, but that's a lot. Um, and then, oh, and then I forgot one for Vel- if this is an add-on to the Velma, um, mm-hmm. I, uh, or <laughs> you big lug. <laughs> you take big a big. Lug. You take a big glug for big lug. Anytime big you hear lug. the word, the words big lug. I love it. So I would say I would suggest that people put all these rules in a hat and each person who is yeah. playing pick two. And those are your yeah. two personal rules, because that was one of my favorite ways to do it yes. um, when we were doing season two. I do have four shot rules as well. So you can toss okay. those in the hat as well. And if someone you know digs it up or maybe you just play one for the round or maybe you get like a wheel and spin it or you have a shot hat and you draw one shot rule out of it. Anyway, um, bye bye, Barney. That's a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, sorry, there's three because I made Zaps two drinks, so I crossed Zaps out. Um, <laughs> take a shot at Fred. Okay, love it. <laughs> and uh, bleep, bleep, bleep. Okay, I love it. I can't wait to watch that episode. I think I think that one might be one of my favorites too. I have a poster of Scooby Natural up in my room. So what a great time! Excellent. Um, well done, please. Hey friends, if if you're enjoying this, uh, help us out. Like, rate, review. Uh, we are moving over to True Story FM. So if you're listening to us on True Story FM. Uh, through their feeds or what have you, uh, please become a member. Um, you'll get special uh, fun bonus games from us in the future. Um, like, rate, review, five stars. Um, tell a friend. Play along with the drinking game rules. Uh, tell us your drinking game rules. Uh-huh. Tell us your uh, drinks you recommend. And, uh, of course, when you're out there in the world. Oh, Chrissy, I have a lesson learned. Oh, yes. I keep forgetting that part. Uh, so when you're out there in the world saving people and hunting things remember your lessons learned which is uh, you can't spell subtext without S-E-X <laughs> and of course the show must go on The show and the show must go on of course uh, <laughs> I wrote that down as my lesson learned I don't know why it's thought it was funny yep, I love it and please uh, keep the most excellent podcast and most excellent gate that drink podcast motto in mind be excellent to each other and party on party on dudes. dudes